Hi, and welcome back to the Multifaceted Athlete with Coaching Lutz. I'm your host, Kelly Lutz. I am a USGA certified running and ultra running coach and certified strength and conditioning specialist. I am so excited to have you here today. We'll be talking all about running, aspects of running, strength training, and anything else that makes us humans who do sports. So let's dive right into this episode. I hope you love it. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another week of the Multifaceted Athlete. This is another solo podcast. Honestly, we're going to do solo pods until 2023, and then probably we'll get back on the guest train, but you know, it's the holiday season, so we're taking it easy over here. So, In that spirit, I am kind of just whipping together this episode. I don't have super long to record this because I have therapy in an hour, so we're going to whip it out. So first, you're probably wondering about the title of this episode because it is what's what with Klutz number one. And you might be like, Kelly, wasn't that the name of your podcast when you started this? Yes, you are correct. That was the name of the podcast for the entirety of 2021. And earlier this year, 2022, I rebranded the podcast to the Multifaceted Athlete, which I think encapsulates the intention of my podcast as a whole much better. But if you have listened to every week, I don't know what episode I mentioned this in, but y'all know JK by now. He's been on the podcast twice. He does a sometimes weekly (laughs) episode called The Friday Four, where it's just like four topics that have been on his mind lately. doesn't have to be related to anything in particular. And I've wanted to do something similar and so those episodes are going to be designated What's What with Klutz because it's just, you know, what's happening in my brain at the moment. So with that, this is our first episode, just some things that I've been thinking about lately. And this is probably going to be a short episode to start. Um, like I said, this is kind of impromptu recording, but yeah, I've been having some thoughts around running lately and training. So the first thought I've been having lately is I've been feeling some resistance to running since I ran my 5k. So if you listened to last week's episode, you heard all about my 5k race that was on December 11th. Today is December 20th when I'm recording this. So it's what, nine days later. And since then, I just, it feels like every day I just procrastinate my run for so long. And If you don't know me, I like running in the morning, but I've been waiting till after work to run, which like just before the sun sets, usually around four. Um, Sometimes that's not after work, but that's another (laughs) completely different topic. Um, But yeah, I don't like running late in the day like that. It's just not, it's just not what I like to do. But I also have not been wanting to run in the morning and I think sometimes it's a common misconception that people who are in the habit of running and training and like, quote unquote, run a lot, um, which in some circles, I would be considered someone who runs a lot. In some circles, I definitely would not. But some people look at me and they're like, oh, you must want to run all the time. And she's like, that's just that's just not true. And 
I just wanted to bring this up in case you are feeling this way. I think it's very common this time of year because it's cold, it's dark, and it's just it's just harder to get out of the house. Honest, getting out of the house is the hardest part of running most of the time. And I just wanted to bring that up in case you're feeling it too to let you know it is okay. It does not mean you hate running in general. Uh, and it doesn't mean you're always going to feel this way. So when you do feel this way, you have a couple options. You could take a break from running. Um, if I didn't have another 5K in, what is it, three or four weeks now, I would consider this option more um, seriously. But I have a race in three to four weeks, so I'm not going to take a break from running because that race matters to me and I have goals. So that's one option. You could take a complete break from running and do another activity you like. Like this time of year, I know I talked about it a couple episodes ago. This is a great time of year to get into the gym and strength train, whether you're getting into strength training or you want to increase your frequency of strength training. It's a great time to do that in addition to or in lieu of running. And Or you could do any other activity you like. So, you know, I have a um, Nordic track bike right next to me, actually, in my office. So I do that sometimes when I don't necessarily want to go outside and run um, or I supplement my running with it. Or, you know, if you like cycling outside, you can do that. Climbing, skiing, obviously, it's a big winter sport time of year. Um, But I think I talked about all of this in running through winter, that episode. So go listen to that for more details. But anyway, option one, taking a break from running. Option two, you could take a break from, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Structured training. So I think part of (laughs) my, the resistance that I feel is I'm doing two speed workouts a week in preparation for the 5k and like on those days I notice that I feel more resistance than on the easy days when there's like not really any pressure on my run because sometimes I just get in my head about speed workouts and even though you know no one cares about my speed workouts how quote-unquote fast or quote-unquote slow I'm running compared to whoever else um it's just me you know, in my brain and comparing to my past self and overthinking and all of that. And just thinking about, you know, speed workouts hurt. And sometimes it's hard to make yourself go into a situation where you are going to be uncomfortable and feel pain. So you could take a break from structured training. So just like not a complete break from running, but not doing certain workouts on certain days and just kind of giving yourself a little more flexibility that can work. Um, for me, like I said, since I have the 5k in January, I am not doing either of those options and I, I think that's fine for me. So what I'm doing, I'm just kind of going with my resistance. And what I mean by that is I'm letting myself procrastinate, but I'm still making myself go. So it's been... I think today I didn't get out running until 1.30, which is earlier than 4. <laughs> I will give you that. But still, like, really not ideal 
for me, I don't always like going mid-workday. Sometimes it stresses me out, but I just kind of force myself to start warming up inside and then get out the door. I do make little bargains with myself. I'm like, okay, we'll do the warm-up, like the easy run warm-up portion, not my like warm-up exercises. We'll do the warm-up. We're going to see how we're feeling. We'll do, today I was going to do four by a mile repeats. And so my bargain was like, okay, we're going to do the first mile. We're going to get through that. And then we're going to reevaluate how we feel and adjust from there. And first mile, eh, it felt okay, you know. Getting into speed work is always kind of hard. Plus a mile is long for intervals. But then, you know, went into the second mile and I was like, okay. And I was like, maybe I'll stop at three miles instead of doing four mile repeats. And so then in the middle of mile two, I was like, okay, if I stop at three, then I am on my middle interval and then I only have one to go. And honestly, my third mile felt the best. And then I was going to do my fourth. I cut the fourth one short because I really had to go to the bathroom, <laughs> um, like almost an emergency situation. So I think y'all can relate, you know. But anyway, my point is for all of the resistance that I've been feeling, whenever I actually force myself to get out there and run, I usually end up feeling a lot better than anticipated. And this is important to me because if I was feeling this resistance to getting out running and then when I did go running, it didn't feel good, I would start to be a little concerned about like being burnt out or on the verge of overtraining or like under recovering. But in my case, I think I am just procrastinating every day. And that's partially because it's cold and dark in the morning so and it's not the temperatures are not hot so I don't need to get it done by a certain time and sometimes giving yourself too many options about when to do something is a detriment to you or at least for me I know it is if I know okay I could go at 7 a.m or I could go at 9 a.m or I could go at noon around lunchtime or I could wait until four If I give myself all of those options, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to procrastinate and end up going at four and hating myself for it. So some of my thoughts lately, I've been giving myself too many options, kind of just allowing myself to procrastinate, but I don't think it's a result of being burnt out or needing to take a break, which is um, encouraging to me. So if you're feeling the same, maybe some of that will help you. Maybe you'll find a nugget in there. But that is the first thing I wanted to talk about. The second thing I've been thinking about, I've wanted to make an Instagram post, but I just, sometimes I just struggle with social media, guys. (laughs) One, like what picture do you put to it or do you make a reel? And if you make a reel, that's so much more effort. And then like actually writing out the caption, that's a whole other thing. But anyway, I've been thinking about, and there's a lot of posts about this already, so like, do I need to add one more? Maybe. I probably will eventually because not everyone listens to the podcast. But the other thing I've been thinking about is like basics versus chasing marginal gains. And most people need to focus more on the basics. 
but I see a lot of people focusing on not the basics and thinking that is what is going to improve your sport performance or what have you. So the basics that I'm referring to, which you've probably heard before and you probably need to hear again. So one, nutrition, good nutrition. This is like no one, not no one, a lot of people are resistant to the fact that improving your nutrition will help your sport performance. Um, but that's a very low-hanging fruit in some situations. Obviously, there are situations where quote-unquote good nutrition is not as accessible and that's a whole other issue. But nutrition is one area that you can improve, which will have an impact on your training. Number two, which is sleep is a big one that a lot of people don't want to work on or they just want to ignore and try to uh, increase their performance through other means when if you just either improve your sleep quality or get more sleep and recover better, that will do more for you than like buying the latest recovery tool, you know, that kind of thing. So nutrition, sleep, stress management. I think JK just talked about this. <laughs> it's fresh in my mind. Um, stress management is a big one. And I can't remember if he said it on his podcast or the This Is Joy and Claire podcast, but a key difference is not eliminating stress, but managing your stress because we all have stress. You can't get rid of it. Like, unless you're going to, you know, get out of every relationship you're in quit your job, but somehow not have to worry about money ever, you're going to have stress at some point and you just need to learn to manage it. And yeah, because, you know, training is stress. Work is stress. Relationships are stress. And the body only knows stress. It doesn't know the difference between if you're stressed about a work presentation or you're stressed from running seven miles. So stress management, very important and also something that you can't really buy um, in a fancy recovery tool. And then the last one is just being smart about your training. So following a strategic training plan that is um, not doing too much too soon and has an appropriate training load for where you are and what your goals are and where you're trying to go. And so the reason this has been fresh in my mind is because there's a lot on social media right now about menstrual cycle syncing with your training. And I recently had a conversation with one of my athletes about this because she was asking if uh, that was something we could try um, because she's been learning a little bit about it. And I'll be the first to say, like, I don't know too much about the scientific data around it other than what I've seen other people that I trust post about it. So take this all with a grain of salt. A lot of this is my opinion. But what I told my athlete is we can definitely keep closer track of her menstrual cycle and take note of how it is affecting the other areas of her life. So like I mentioned, nutrition, stress, um, sleep, and training. And just start to get more acquainted with how her menstrual cycle affects her body and how she feels during certain points of the cycle. And so the big 
I don't know if I want to say issue, but one of my biggest qualms with the whole social media, you need to sync your training with your cycle movement is that basically it tells you what to do and what not to do during certain times of your cycle. And as for runners specifically, I don't love this because you can't control which part of your cycle your race is going to fall in if you are racing. And if you only do certain types of workouts during certain times in your cycle, for example. So like you only do your high intensity workouts during um, the low hormone phase. What happens when you need to race during a high hormone phase and you haven't practiced that during your entire training cycle? You don't know how you're going to feel having to deal with those extra elements that are working quote unquote against you. Um, So I think it's better to just track your cycle, be aware of it, be aware of how it affects you, how you feel. Yeah, you can make some tweaks to your training based on what's going on because at certain times you might feel more stressed and then it might be advantageous to scale back your training. But I don't like the thought process that you can only do high intensity during one time and then the other time or the other half of your cycle do low intensity because, you know, for races, ideally you want to practice everything you're going to do in a race. And that comes down to your gear, your nutrition, your hydration, um, and even down to like, you know, you want to practice running on the same terrain and at the same effort level and all of that. And that includes, you know, running during various parts of your cycle, because like I said, unless you want to plan your races around your cycle, which honestly to me sounds like awful, then there you're likely going to have to race at a high intensity during the quote-unquote less optimal time to do so during your menstrual cycle. So those are my thoughts on it. Um, It probably deserves its own episode or getting someone on the podcast who has a lot more knowledge about the science behind the menstrual cycle and training with respect to that. So maybe that'll be a 2023 goal for me. Or if y'all know anyone that you'd recommend, let me know. Um, But those are two of the big thoughts I've been having lately that I wanted to chat about. And yeah, I'm excited to make more of these episodes in the future. I'm trying to get in the habit of just jotting down things as I think of them versus like trying to prepare a whole episode with one topic because sometimes that gets a little stressful, especially when I am not feeling my most creative and don't have as many ideas. But, you know, all of us have random thoughts throughout the day and week and some of them might be interesting to some of you. So I'm excited to keep these going. If you like this, these will be designated as what's what with klutz episodes. If you don't like this, then you'll know which ones to skip. Let me know how you like this. And if you have any thoughts on feeling resistance to running or training lately or um, 
mastering the basics versus chasing marginal gains or syncing with your cycle. I would love to hear your thoughts. So you can email me at kelly at coachingclutz.com or DM me on Instagram at coachingclutz. I love to hear from you. And if you are loving the podcast, please share with a friend. That's the easiest way to grow the podcast. And please leave a rating and review wherever you listen to this. I appreciate you so much. And I hope you are having an amazing week and holiday season, whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, nothing, another holiday. I hope you are having a great time out there. And this time honestly can be really stressful for some people. So if you're feeling really stressed or sad or anything like that, I hope you're giving yourself grace and know that you are awesome. And if you need any support in any way, please reach out to me. I would love to help you. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for making it this far. I will talk to you all soon. That's a wrap on this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review everything you do for podcasts wherever you listen to them. It helps me out immensely and helps other people find the show and just spread my message. And if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram or TikTok at Coaching Klutz. You can also find me at my website, coachingklutz.com, if you're looking for my coaching services or any of my running programs. And I will talk to you all next time. 